This is CliffCentral.com. The way you move your body, you eat. My friends think I'm crazy. They say that you're gonna leave me. You'll always be my baby. Cause you're everything that I need. All I feel is a Borders cliffcentral.com KF Malindi Jr. here every Friday 1 to 2 p.m. What's going on? It's kind of sunny, it's kind of weird. The weather is weird, it's sunny and then it's uh cloudy, and then you know it's gonna rain, but then you don't want to wear a sweater now because then you'll be sweating. Very confused weather, very bad for a Friday. Diamond, what's good, my brother? How you doing? I'm good, how are you? Not too bad, man. We're gonna get into our discussion, you know, get into our deep discussion a bit, but it's a Friday. Let's start off a bit relaxed. Uh, and talk about the song that I just played. Um, so I always go, I always tell people on social media, Twitter yeah. and stuff, and I'm always like, yo guys, if you've got music that, you know, you want to promote, we're always looking out 
for you know young talented individuals up and coming individuals yes. and i bumped into this song called you by a kid called king avery on twitter listen to it and it was actually really dope so i'm like yo what's up fam send me the song um you know let's play it on the station and uh we finally did so that's you from king avery featuring kata rhymes rhymes kata something like that but um yeah king avery uh Twitter is blowing up right now. If you want the SoundCloud link, go to my Twitter at KFJR2 and you'll see retweets that I've done of uh, King Avrian. Shout out to you, my brother. Keep doing good. Keep playing that. Keep making that music and we'll keep trying to play. Kid all the way from Zimbabwe too. Very young kid. All the it's way from very Zimbabwe. Very pop song. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The vocals were exceptional. I mean, the engineering, everything, the production. I could feel that Zimbabweanness in this song. Especially now everyone is trying to be Zimbabwean. Everyone wants to be Zimbabwean. <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> so, definitely so. It shows the amount of talent yeah. that's untapped in the country. You know. Un- untapped and unresourced. Mm. You know what I mean? There's no capital, man. The There's diamonds no- in the rough. <laughs> the diamonds <laughs> in the rough. Anyway, so uh Charge Gatapua Diamond, legal practitioner. Uh I mean, you know, known you for a while, brother. We've had so many conversations. Right now we want to talk about so I mean it's been very contentious over the past week. We saw Nelson Chamisa, uh, Nelson Chamisa, right? Correct. Uh, Welshman Nube Tendai Biti. Yes. And another one, Dewama Vinga. Dewama Vinga. Uh, who were, who are in the United States on a tour, in inverted commas, on a tour of the United States. And we are not too sure what the agenda of that tour is. Uh, allegations are that they have gone to, well, they definitely did sit before the U.S. Senate Foreign, no, they um, did. They did. Uh, Foreign Relations Committee. Um, and well, no one knows exactly why they're there, uh, the intentions, the agenda of the meetings. The assumption is and the allegations are that they have gone to ask the U.S. government, U.S. Senate and government to continue with the former policy, foreign policy that they had in place. Yes. Which is, um, a roundabout way of saying don't remove sanctions. Yes. These, there are sanctions. Exactly. These are allegations. Uh, but there has been, there have been media reports where we've been told that they've denied that this is why they went there. But then they still said that, well, the, it, the, the agenda of the meeting was <laughs> private. So, yeah. I mean, from your perspective, um, what do you think? Do you think this is truth or not? Well, uh, in the absence of all the information, like currently we are dealing with speculation, mm-hmm. but it did, it has come out in one of the clips, which is around where Tendai Bit was speaking. The conclusion was that he made was we need to keep the status quo, specifically with regards to sanctions. Now we need to keep the status quo. Yes, that, and that clip is undoubtable. It was there. It has leaked and he is seen, um, very much saying that we should not remove sanctions. Oh, wait, yes. we should maintain the current policy. Yes. And then the benchmark is to say, are we going to have free and fair elections? That is going to be the, the detail. That's going to detail us to say, should they then remove the sanctions? Mm. You know. So. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, that is definite. And uh, like you've clearly said that, um, mm. evidence is there. Yes. What, what, what do you think of, um, of that stance coming from the MDC alliance? Was well, this is an alliance, right? Correct. It's an alliance. The, the MDC alliance. What do you think, uh, in terms of, uh, this position that they've decided to mm. take and, and do you think at this critical point in time of our history um, that that was the right decision to make? Probably before we, we go in and start shooting, probably the first thing that we have to look at, we have to say, before the coup, General Chiwenga left the country. Mm-hmm. He went to he he went was to China. China. Yeah. He went to China and he came back. Mm-hmm. And also, we have seen that people can go anywhere 
and come back into the country. We are not privy to the details and the reasons why General Chiwenga went outside. Mm-hmm. So probably giving the benefit of doubt, we could give the same benefit to the guys, to the, the MDC Alliance guys. They just went overseas and had meetings there, right? Okay. But the unfortunate part now is that we are privy to information that they were discussing. Mm-hmm. We don't know much about Chiwenga. Probably was planning the coup and mm-hmm. all sorts of things, probably mobilizing backup. The but coup, are, not coup. But anyway, yeah. S- Okay, the free and fair coup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, so, the unfortunate part now that the MDC Alliance finds itself in is the public backlash. Is that they are there. Well, I mean, but these are two very different uh, examples or situations that we're speaking of. Mm-hmm. We have standing relations with China. Yes. So, for General Chiwenga to be in China at, at, just before the coup, not coup, <laughs> I don't think it raises any red flags in terms of... Um, the benefit of the nation Yes Here we definitely know That these guys Had gone to the United States They did sit before The U.S. Senate uh, For Foreign Relations Committee yes. And they have Pushed for The remaining Of uh, The current policy That is against Zimbabwe Which is Sanctions Without beating uh, so, About the bush So, so I mean yeah. to, Now what I'm saying Is that Do you think Firstly, from from a political level, mm. uh, from a state level, and from a social level, as the people of Zimbabwe, do you think this is the best way forward? One, for MDC policy uh, as a party, and two, is it the best thing for the country of uh, of Zimbabwe? With the current status quo of Zimbabwe, it is it is not the correct stance for me personally. You know, personally, I would think. Uh, they were not even supposed to have gone overseas and discuss Zimbabwe overseas before they engaged the people of Zimbabwe. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely something that I agree on. Mm-hmm. Have they even tried to engage the current government? Have they engaged their constituents? Cause they, yes. they do have parliamentary seats. They do hold, uh, parliamentary seats. Have they, you know, have they engaged the people? Why is it? It's about two to three weeks in of a new government. Yes. And the first thing you're being seen is, is, is going running overseas. to the West. Um, going overseas is one thing. I mean, if it was South Africa, there are certain people that we do understand that, you know, engagement is necessary as a political party, as maybe shadow ministers or their shadow yes. government. To, but then the U.S., I think at this point in time, it's very for, for optics is not a good look for the MDC and there has been immense backlash on social media. Yes. But also look at it this way that in in Zimbabwe we if we talk about propaganda mm-hmm. we don't have enough machinery. We talk about state machinery that is there to support the left wing which is the MDC alliance and so forth, mm-hmm. right? So the little that we know, the little that we have now will definitely work in the hands of Zanu PF. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, I believe what they should have done this goes to whoever is advising the MDC alliance. First and foremost, I personally think what they should have done is to go back and speak to the people of Zimbabwe. They need to align themselves. They need mm-hmm. to align their agenda with the needs of the people of Zimbabwe. You know, at least get a mandate from the people of yes, Zimbabwe. Yes, exactly. You know? Yeah. You speak what to the, the people, people want. Yes. And, 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 uh, President Emerson Nangaku has been very clear. Mm-hmm. The voice of the people is the voice of God. Yes. You know, so they also there is also a, a, a missing link there. They should also have consulted him. What do you think in regards? Because I think all this boils down to the the opposition has lost its footing. Why? Because instead of them being the victors of the day and having removed Robert Mugabe, ZANU PF did it on its own. Yes. This has definitely given leverage back to ZANU PF no, as a party. Definitely. It has given even more leverage to President Emerson Nangagwa, mm. and obviously. The country is in love with the man that is Emerson Mnangagwa. Yes, which is fearful. Which is why the the opposition is fearful. Um, if elections were to be held today, 
they would most likely lose. And I don't definitely no, they they would would definitely lose without any need of rigging whatsoever. Um, but the assumption was during the transition, an assumption was that a transitional authority would come into power. Yes. That is made up of multi-party <laughs> institutions. Now, but then I don't understand the opposition because I think at one point they did want a, a multi-party transitional authority, but then they're also the very same people who are pushing for elections. Yes. So Emma Samnaga then said, okay, fine. You want us to keep this democratic? Should we have elections now? Let's go ahead and have elections. There was there were areas of contention coming from the from the opposition because it is crystal clear that there were discussions between Emerson Mnangagwa before mm-hmm. he came in mm-hmm. and even after when he was in, after the inauguration mm-hmm. we saw it was Mary everyone was there mm-hmm. there was that possibility but the word which is doing uh, which is going around is that uh, the leader of of, of the opposition mm-hmm. he, on, he also wanted to be part and parcel of that transitional government mm-hmm. he also wanted to handpick certain comrades within the ranks of of the movement for democratic change of which uh, Emerson Mnangagwa, President Emerson Mnangagwa was saying that he would need specific people. Mm-hmm. So I believe the exclusion, that's the word now which is going around in circles, the exclusion of the leader of the opposition in that setup, that was that is the thing that led to the whole collapse. But that's, that, but that's confusion in itself because mm-hmm. what we have to take into consideration is that what happened in ZANU-PF yes. was a ZANU-PF matter. Correct. Uh, there is no need if, if, um, if President Trump dies to get today, it's, it's, it's John Pence who becomes president. Yes. It remains within the party. Yes. The party that won the election. Uh, different constitutions have different, uh, different, um, uh, ways, ways to deal about it. You know, 90 day periods, elections for some, some would finish off the whole term as it is. So, yes. I mean, it just depends. But then, what happened in Zimbabwe is going according to the law and there was no need for any inclusion of the opposition. That was something that out of the goodness, out of the goodness of Zanu PF and President Emerson but also, but also it was also what the people wanted. Yes. Because that people in Zimbabwe have been saying we want change. You saw mm-hmm. everyone irrespective of race. But then, so that's color. what I'm saying. There were two options. Yes. And the options were, okay, do we go for elections in 2018? Mm-hmm. We only have six months before elections, which is very unfortunate. We don't have enough time to pave and way for the money. right sort of environment. Yes. The budget, uh, um, um, uh, afforded 143 million for elections, which is not peanuts. Enough. It's not enough. not enough. Some people have suggested having a referendum. Yes. To find out whether we should have elections. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what this is ridiculous. You yeah. want us to have a referendum to have elections. To have elections or yeah. not have elections. I mean <laughs> so I mean th- there's a lot that I think the people of Zimbabwe are confused as well. But I think what Emerson Nangagwa has done to legitimize everything and say, Okay, fine. The opposition you have said you want elections, yes. Let's go for elections. But now the decision the decision to say we want elections, this came in after the they could not agree on the terms and condition of the of transition trans- no. government. Okay. Yes. So that is what was done. But now look, look, wherever we are now, the issue of sanctions is there. This is going to haunt the left wing miles, mm. is going to dent their political campaign. For them to come back to the people of Zimbabwe and align themselves and become relevant. Mm. You know, normally in our African culture, we say if there are issues that are happening in the house. We deal with them in the house. deal with them in the house. If possible, if we can't deal with them in the house, we go to the nearest neighbor. Mm -hmm. Our nearest neighbor, we're talking about Sadiq. Mm We're talking about the African Union. But then the MDC alliance decided to go to USA. I think their fear as well is that if sanctions are removed... 
the environment would be very, very conducive for a ZANU PF victory. But now, look, what, what, what if sanctions done? What if sanctions achieved? We can call them smart sanctions. We can, we can call them uh, personalized sanctions, 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 individual sanctions. Yeah. In but individual sanctions way, will affect. Yeah. In if, which, your, if your president cannot represent you in New York. Yes. Then, I mean, even if it's just him, he is the representative of your country. So the person who suffers, the people of Zimbabwe are the one who suffer. If you just put sanctions against Robert Mugabe, don't travel to France. Don't mm. travel to America. But what happens now is that the people, the proletariat, the working class, the ones who are down at the bottom of the food chain are the ones who, are su- who, who will suffer. Mm-hmm. And currently, the people of Zimbabwe are the ones who are suffering. It's not the politicians. Mm-hmm. Look, we had the biggest diamond field in the world. 15 billion went missing. Mm-hmm. We still have the diamonds in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. right? But did sanctions stop anyone from looting from the diamonds? No, in fact, they, they looted more. More, yeah. you understand? There was political violence in 2008. Sanctions were there. Mm-hmm. Did sanctions do anything to stop mm-hmm. that? No, sanctions didn't And I think the, the biggest problem right now, mm-hmm. yes, there are certain issues and matters that still need to be addressed within the country. Uh, social media has been rife with uh, the Gukra Hundi talk. Yes. yes, that needs to be dealt with, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, another thing is, he's been in power for three weeks. And the first thing you want him <laughs> to do is like, okay, let's let's start the, the, the Gukra Hundi. I think not to... Uh, appropriate any level of importance to say one is higher than the other, yes. but obviously things have to go in a systematic manner. Correct. So yes, indeed, certain matters. Two thousand and eight has to be dealt with. Of, definitely. definitely, that was a stolen election. Gukura Hundi Gukura has, Hundi to, be has to be dealt that with. That is definite. It, there's so many things. I mean, a political uh, political prisoners. There's so many issues that people still need to deal with. Yes. But the problem right now is that the opposition. Is dealing with social matters and dealing with the past instead of dealing with the future. Yes. Now we're not saying that the like I said we're not saying that the the past is it's not important to be dealt. But if you're going to attack this government, you need to attack them going forward to say yes. these policies will fail. Instead of that policy, we want to present this policy. They have not put anything on the table to say okay, if you vote for us, this is what we'll do. They're merely playing the blame game. In, in, the, in their campaign text, say no. Don't forget this guy Emerson was under Robert Mugabe. It's the same person, same WhatsApp group, and, and so and, forth and so on. And 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 Emerson Mnangagwa has come out and said that ah, uh, whatever we are doing now, this is a new Zimbabwe. <clears throat> this is a different Zimbabwe from what we had. You know, we have been talking. We have been in the opposition circles for quite a very long time. Mm-hmm. The campaign, the policy has always been Mugabe must go. Mm-hmm. Mugabe must mm-hmm. go. You understand? Yes. So now that he's gone. What we next? are caught flat-footed. Many mm. people have been caught flat-footed because no one had prepared for this. You know, mm-hmm. no one assumed it was. No one ever thought that Robert Mugabe would leave under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. We're saying no. We are going to see how it's going to be in 2018 after the ZANU PF uh, Congress. Congress. Yeah. But he was still their candidate, preferred candidate for exactly. the election. Yeah. You know, so they were not prepared. The mm-hmm. opposition, the left wing, was not prepared. For the sudden departure of Robert Mugabe, mm-hmm. because now they have to go back and do their homework. Emerson Mnangagwa, yes, he was the he was the deputy of Mugabe, mm-hmm. but whatever from his inauguration speech, the issues that he was raising and the tone that he was speaking mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. it is different from that of exactly. Robert Mugabe. And I've always said, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, some people might assume bias towards mm-hmm. obviously um, Emerson Mnangagwa, but I have always said that. ZANU-PF under Robert Mugabe was a stifled ZANU-PF. Yes. No one was able to act as an individual. And to express and themselves. I, yes, exactly. So no one could come out and say, no, we're against that policy. Yes. I heard that, I mean, rumor mill has it that cabinet, there was no debate in cabinet. 
policies were presented, goes. everyone said I, and then That's you know, it. what he says goes. But now we've given these people a chance to actually express themselves. And I think besides his inauguration speech, um, uh, Patrick Chinamasa's budget, budget announcement, that's just told us that, you know, I mean, it, it was things clear that policy is going to change. Policy has begun to change. And they, the best thing that they did was acknowledge the mistakes that they made. Yes. Something that ZANU-PF has never actually done. Yes. So going forward, um, they've been progressive. One, they're saying, okay, we made mistakes here. This is what we now want to do. Unfortunately, the opposition is only focusing on the mistakes that they made. In the but past. Yes, but they're not focusing on, okay, what we will do going forward or criticizing even the, the budget that came out. Yes. And there's very little to criticize. No, mm. what do you criticize? Exactly. You know, because what, what needs to be done now, like we keep on going back to this, this is the hallmark of the opposition. They need to align themselves with what is happening now. There is a wave of change that is there within Zimbabwe. They need to ride on that wave. Mm-hmm. Because like now, everyone, you know, like when, when, when you're doing carpentry, you don't go across the grain. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to swim across the current. Yes, exactly. They have to swim along the current. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the opposition party, the MDC Alliance and other opposition parties, but mostly the MDC Alliance, mm-hmm. is cutting the wood. They are going across the grain. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy. Because the people of Zimbabwe, the way they understand sanctions is that they are in their political, mm-hmm. economic situation now because of the sanctions. Yes. Sanctions do have an effect on the economy of the country mm-hmm. because it's a video. Whether they're targeted individual sanctions or not, they, they still definitely still have, have an, an impact. Yeah. yeah, they've got a, an impact on the economy. And the people who suffer are the one on the ground. Like currently, the opposition party has to speak with a loud voice and speak of the electoral reforms. Mm-hmm. They have to speak to set the constitution, everything, all the pillars of democracy mm-hmm. in Zimbabwe. They need to be aligned to the constitution. Mm-hmm. That is what they need to be speaking about now and engaging the masses. Yes. And also, and even engaging you know, ZANU-PF itself. Yes. To say, well, okay, fair and fine, guys. Okay, you removed Mugabe, but how are we going to go forward? Elections, fair and fine. Let's have mm-hmm. elections, but we need this to change. We need that to change. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't that conversation begin at home? Yes. And then if it fails, then you can bring in your stakeholders. But three weeks after a transition, you're already in, in the West. I mean, the optics and like, once again, it's, it's alleged. Well, not, no, it's not alleged because the, the video clip is there. there. It might not be the actual agenda that mm-hmm. they, that they went there for. We're not too sure what the actual agenda is, but that definitely was raised as part of the agenda. Yes. And I mean, it's, it's, it's too early. Why don't you start at home first? And I mean, the optics are very bad for the MDC. Bias or no bias and, and people have been very clear about How they feel about the MDC's US tour Another one in inverted commas Yes, you know So yeah, you know, of course they had gone there to discuss many issues You mm. know, they have got the right You know, exactly, they have got yeah. that freedom to go and speak to whoever they want You know But the, the word, the news on the ground The voice of the people Everyone is against that move People are saying no, this is a definite Especially no, no. because it's also shrouded in secrecy Yes so if the agenda had been announced to say this is why we're going to the United States, we want to discuss this, this and that, I think that that um, openness with the people would have been, that transparency mm. would and, have made it And Advocate better. Nelson Chamisa, he wrote, he wrote and also apologized for that lack of information into the Zimbabwean community, said, no, we apologize for not informing you. Mm-hmm. These are the people now, these are the voters, mm-hmm. these are the people who give mandate to the politicians to say, no, we apologize for having that oversight. We weren't there, but this is what we're going to do. You know, if you look at whatever they were talking about, those things are good. Those things are profound. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that Zimbabwe needs. You understand? 
But I believe, and everyone so you know would believe now that what we need to do is to align ourselves to what the people of Zimbabwe want to ride onto that wave and everyone speak in one voice. Exactly. Raise exactly. There are a lot of things that were that were happening under under Zano PF which were not good, which mm-hmm. were not right. All those things need to be addressed. But asking for a sudden change within 31 days is is ridiculous. Is, is, is it's ridiculous. Yeah. Too, is exactly. to be asking for too much. Mm-hmm. But asking for a platform opening a dialogue yes. between, an open dialogue yes. between the MDC and Zano PF that we can I do. think they they should they must have been what the alliance actually should have done was draft uh, a policy document to say okay this is the stance that you have taken as a new as a new government um, yes. we're going to elections however this is what we see that needs to be done yes let's do this let's do that let's do this let's do that and mm. then from there that mm. engagement yes with ZANU-PF would then decide or would then is what would then they would use to decide um, what the best route would be would be to take mm-hmm. as opposed to just jumping the gun not consulting anyone not even presenting anything an alternative to what they might think is wrong yes. uh for example bringing up 2008 has this been like oh bring it up as a motion in parliament mm. to say okay we need a, a, a body or a committee that needs to look into this and we need to then have it dealt with uh i think they really be- did before you even talk of, of 2008 we need to go back we have we have uh there's a need, the constitution brings in to say there's a need for a truth and reconciliation commission. Mm-hmm. There is a need for people to, to forgive one another. There's a need to disclose what happened in, in Matabeleland. That was bad. The human, the genocide, mm-hmm. the atrocities which were committed there. That's one. There's also a need to address the issue of uh, Operation Brambatsina. People's houses were demolished. Mm-hmm. People were rendered homeless. Yet they had worked their sweat and built houses. Mm-hmm. There's a need to address that. We also come to, to, to 2000. The election violence, the farm invasions, there is a need to bring that platform. But that platform can only be brought through engagement. Engagement with who? Between the people of Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. the politicians, and all the social workers. Everyone, it has to be inclusive. Everyone has to be included in that. And then we can peacefully have a country uh, going forward, you know. Because if they just do this, if they just go on their own to say, we are going to complain or going to raise these issues outside of Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. That is going to bring a backlash from the people. Exactly. And currently, we have voters. They, 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 we are, let me call them floating voters. There is there are a lot of voters out there who needs to be captured. The new voters mm-hmm. who needs to be captured. Yeah, because the, uh, the, a lot of people, know. MDC's voters. I think the majority of MDC voters That's were, correct. like you said, they're they're uh, floating voters. Mm. It was. This is the only option that we have. Hmm. Uh, we want Robert Mugabe gone, and this is the only decent option that we have. Yes. Uh, and that even fell, fell apart as well, because let's not forget that Morgan Tsangre, according to the constitution of the MDC, should no longer be the president. So, I mean, if you're already flaunting the own, your, 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 your own constitution as a political party, what if we actually give you power, Baba? And then there are all his struggles, you know, his, his personal struggles with women um, after his wife died, rest in peace. But, I mean, he... He lost that credibility. And even up until now, his health issues as well were like, okay, Baba, you're clearly and visibly sick. You're not well. Why not, you know, allow for but, fresh blood to come in? But look at it this way. 
for him to lose his wife, it was by grace of God that he didn't die. Mm-hmm. That was from Zanu Piev, right? No, I mean, so, alleged, alleged, and then, alleged. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> alleged. Okay, let's not go there. Let's not go there. But <laughs> these are conspiracy yeah, theories, well. yeah. But then, but you know the history of Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. You know how accidents and car accidents. Yeah, we know what we use car accidents. You understand, for, yeah. or how people get run over by a train where there's no train. You know. <laughs> See, so yes, his wife passed on. We may so rest in peace. He's a powerful man. I believe a lot in, in Morgan Tangirai. The fight, I am within the working class, the workers. I love to represent the workers. He did something which is profound in the history of Zimbabwe. Definitely, he cannot be, he Coming cannot be left up, out of the history of challenging the, the status quo, mm-hmm. right? But in Zimbabwe, there's Tortured that Zanuism. Tortured for it, arrested for it. He's, he's gone through, he's enjoyed tall. a lot. Yes. Yeah, still standing up tall, you know. So with all that in mind, he still remained strong. He still remained standing, you know. So credit to him, credit needs to be given to him. But in Zimbabwe, we have Zanuism in Zimbabwe. The Zanuism in Zimbabwe is to say that we don't speak about the succession uh, debate. That succession debate is not there within the ranks of the MDC. As a result thereof, we have Morgan Tsangirai with three deputy presidents. There is time now, I believe personally for me, I think what could work well for the opposition party is for him to say, my fight was against Robert Mugabe. Mm-hmm. Now that Robert Mugabe is gone, I'm going to pass on the baton mm-hmm. to the younger guys. Mm-hmm. Definitely not chose, not Nelson Chamisa. Mm-hmm. He's to his time. Douglas Monzora. I think a bit too, uh, abrupt. He, he speaks. Yeah. He speaks well. He's very eloquent in terms of the policies. Tokozani Kupe recently, she's a doctor. She, she, she has been, uh, the doctorate, she's got a doctorate degree, but then she suspended someone in Blawayo, mm-hmm. but she, that person had done something to her. So there's a conflict of interest, but she issued a letter of, to suspend mm-hmm. that person. So for me, she does not qualify to lead so the opposition. In, 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 in conclusion, there's still a lot that the, that the opposition needs to she do. Needs to do. Uh, they're making a lot of mistakes, but I mean, it, it is also is trial and error. And let's, let's give them a chance. The same way we're giving Definitely. this new government a chance. Uh, let's see what they present to us within the next six months. Hopefully it's not more trips to the USA. Uh, maybe they start speaking to us as the people first so that we know who we want to vote for, so that we know the policies that are be, that they're bringing to the table, so that we know how we're moving forward as a country. Definitely. I think one of the biggest problems right now is that a lot of people still don't know what next in regards to how we're going to fix the government. And Zanu has taken full advantage of that because they have told the people what they want to do. Yes. They brought a very good policy document in, in, in terms of the, the budget and let's see from there. Thank you very much, Shajigata Poor Diamond, legal practitioner, uh, my brother. Next time, uh, stay tuned in. We got done that on the show. Cliffcentral.com, no borders. Cave Malindi. Cliffcentral.com, no borders. Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. What's up? Done dada. What's going on? What's going on? How you doing, hey, brother? Man, been a minute, fresh off of Zim. You yeah. know the inauguration. You were there. Yeah, I was you know, out trying there. to get a piece of the pie. I know you. <laughs> you Zim know the, the opportunistic man. <laughs> you know it goes. How was the inauguration? Um, what was the environment like on on in Zimbabwe? The streets, like oh, you know, it was crazy. It was electric. Like everybody was full of excitement. I swear to God, I took like fifty pictures with soldiers. Like these dudes <laughs> just kept catching me and taking pictures. It was it was the first time I've ever seen like the nation so so happy. 
happy like, So united yeah, yeah yeah Everybody was just together And everyone was enjoying There was some white folks Playing marimba It was going down <laughs> <laughs> Yeah So it was just a beautiful scene to see And you went specifically to perform right Yeah yeah Okay so what was that Um, Was that planned Or was it like yeah, a spur of the moment Spur of the moment type thing Like when, when I heard that Um uh, Mugabe was going on air Like that was the weekend before He was going on air To go and give his resignation speech mm-hmm, Right mm-hmm. So when that was Oh happening, yeah that was Sunday That was the Sunday But then yeah. he didn't resign then. He didn't He, did. yeah. he faked us He yeah. hit us jokes yeah. <laughs> Asante sana <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean So I was like okay cool Let's see what's going down So I went and I started writing my song You know what I mean mm-hmm. Kubatana Zimbabwe And I was just thinking about the situation And like how how I could how I could speak about it, how I could yeah, yeah, be I mean, into it from South Africa. That's yeah. your job as an artist to spread a message, yeah. to to speak about what's going on within society. Hundred percent, I mean? yeah. yeah. So I, I sat in the studio, I recorded the song, and then I finished the song. I watched the speech. He jokes us. I was like, Wait, man, this all happened okay. on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, oh, one move. So like now when he jokes us, I was like, okay, cool. I don't know if I can <laughs> still do what I want to do. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. this homie, he might just turn, come back. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He don't die. He's the terminal. <laughs> Part four. <laughs> so okay, yeah. cool. So I chilled, I chilled, and then like he did step down, and I was like, no man, I need to go to Zim. I need to go to Zim. Like it's yeah. going down right now. And then when I'm like, I'm making my plans to get through there because I was supposed to do a charity event for a guy that um he needed a hip replacement. Yeah, yeah. I remember mom told me about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now I'm planning to go through for that, and then I find out, look, Jar Prayers is gonna be doing a performance for like the after party of the inauguration. It's only in Africa we do that. We have an after. <laughs> Party. party for an inauguration you know I mean? man. Hold yeah. it down. Yeah. So I was like Okay cool I'm going through to that So like I spoke to the homies I, I knew one or two people That were involved And I was like Please bruv Like I'm not trying to get paid And nothing I just want to get on the stage You want to be a part of history yeah, You know what I mean yeah, Part of yeah. that, that conversation Part of that, that movement that, 100% You know what I mean Because like, yeah. I mean That was a monumental time For our country yeah. man And I felt like Because they had Bob Marley In 1980 80, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. And he came and he performed I need to be the next dread on this <laughs> You know what I mean <laughs> That was on the mind right yeah, there I'm yeah, the next I'm yeah. like Molly Jr. Yeah. right now so I got through and like thankfully they, they gave me the opportunity to perform my song and actually more than my song because I just asked them for the song they said cool yeah. no problem next thing I get there they're like bruv do your thing I'm like what <laughs> set just go Let's on just go, go on, yeah. go on. Yeah. so we, we did like a whole 15 minute set the people like it was supposed to start off with a sound check it wasn't a sound check it turned into performance, no, performance. people just came through the gates it was nuts I threw my <laughs> chain in the crowd I, it was nuts <laughs> man why wasn't I there snap yeah, <laughs> yeah. alright so um, but then recently besides the song that you did record on the Sunday just before we'll, yeah. we'll call it Zimbabwe's Independence Day because that's yeah. Independence Day yeah, yeah. 18th of November I think yeah yeah um, but you did have an album that just released. Yeah, yeah. Tell and us a bit about the album, name of the album, you know what oh, I mean? Man. And I actually listened to it first. I, you know, sometimes I got a lot of celebrity friends, yeah. but they don't treat me like a celebrity because I never get to hear things but first. But you are, though. I never get, I never <laughs> get invited to, to, what's it called? To studio sessions. Homie, I'm with you. Or, or music video shoots. <laughs> uh, everyone just comes on the show like, yo, man, you know, I want to drop my new track. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, oh, come on, man. You know? But at least <laughs> I heard this you. album. I was one of the first people to hear this album. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in, in mom, with moms and pops. You know, yeah. we were driving over to, to the studio and stuff and yeah. they played the album. Like, it's ridiculous. But I mean, tell Bless. us a bit, tell the listeners a bit about the album. Um, so, so, okay, like, it's so weird because now everything that I'm doing right now, everything is tied to Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. So the name of the album is House of Stone, which is based...
basically the English Zimbabwe. translation. Zimbabwe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's the English translation for y'all that don't know. That's what you're saying when you say Zimbabwe is the house of stone. We don't break. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to make an EP. So an EP, like I looked online in the EP, they're talking about like five songs, no mm -hmm. more than a half an hour of compila compilation of music. Mm -hmm. That's the iTunes specification. Okay. I was like, but I wasn't born when they made iTunes. Yeah. So I'm putting like eight songs on here. So okay. I put eight. And then my mom liked, like, she was like, no, I love it, but you need to put one more. So she, she recommended a song. I put that. That's nine. And then with the Zimbabwe, that's not like my special 10th song. So not like exactly. my EP's almost an, an album. LP, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I feel like it's, it's very diverse. If you listen to the songs, it'll go like into a trap type of a sound, then into reggae. It's got like, I, I'm trying to focus my songs towards women right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie to you because the homies ain't been too kind. You ain't buying the music, yeah, homies. Yeah. <laughs> Buy the music. You see me right now on Facebook. You ain't buying the music. So, you know, I do it for the ladies. Um, and I feel like, yeah, it's something that's more, I feel like a personal album because mm -hmm. I'm talking about personal relationships and all of that. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, very relatable for people. So if you want to know what I mean by that, download the album, iTunes, Google Play, Dizza, Spotify. It's out there. Mm -hmm. Get it. And, and let Sweet. me know. House of Stone, Dun Dada. Yeah, yeah. All right. So when, when we're shooting the video, like, okay, what, wait, tell us about the song that we just played. That's my favorite song. Yeah, yeah. Amaguala. So it's basically uh, the English version is basically saying like, you can see these, the, the cowards running away mm. and now like the, the big dog. They out here. We out here now. Man, so. this this album sounds like very much focused on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It sounds like you you knew this was about to happen in Zim. Like That's the, the cow was running away. <laughs> okay, that's dog. the thing. It's like God was speaking to me with this song because I swear I didn't plan a lot of it. It's just it fell into place. Just Kubara now. That one that, that one I'll have to take. But um yeah man it's it's about the cowards running away and and the real people being here and it's also like very I call that sound African trap mm -hmm. because I put the trap drum pattern but I'm using only African instruments marimbas mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, like yeah. all types is going in on there so I'm I'm also I'm trying I'm experimenting with sounds I'm trying to bring out something new I've got my girl Seed Under on there she's my artist as well she's hitting the verses in Kosa yo yeah, killer yeah, killer yeah. and she does them quite so that's something else that's another yeah. swag so yeah, we're trying to incorporate all of that. And I always say, you know what I mean? The the arts have done. You know, I always say this: the arts yeah. have done a better job at uniting Africa, at Pan-Africanism, yeah. than any other institution on the African continent. Our governments have failed. Yeah. Our parents have failed even more. We have xenophobia. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have sla this, this, a slave trade kind of occurring in Libya. Yeah, but sad. music has brought us together. I mean, now you've got um, Nigerians collaborating with South Africans, yeah. uh, South Africans collaborating with Zimbabweans. I, I mean, Joburg has become the hub of music within it the has, region. Yeah. It's so much money. It, it, music is an industry now. Yes. You know I mean, like, it's it, when I was growing up, if I was like, yo, mom, I want to be a rapper, she'd be like, what? No. Nowadays, they're actually like, yo, don't you rap? <laughs> exactly, like, exactly. You know, look at Casper. He just filled up the dome. Exactly. Now, he just yeah. filled up F&B Stadium. Yeah, and he you killed know? it. And that's an industry. That's, that's growth. And I mean, the number of different and the infusion of our, of our tradition and our culture within the music is something that I think yeah. Africa should be really proud of. Um, the initial stages of our music was very iffy. You know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah. were very copycat. Trying to find our feet. We're trying at to the find time. our feet, yeah. but now it's it's worked so well in 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 our identity as Africans, yeah. and to the extent that the West is copying us. You know I what see I mean? them. Yeah. Did yeah, you hear yeah. that techno was just um, oh he was signed by Sony, and I they didn't. want to republish, uh, re-release um, Pana. 
Okay. So Beautiful. one one just one exec randomly bumped into the song and they're like, wait, hold up, this is dope. They're very different. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's like, was it? Is it RCA? I think it's RCA or Jive, one of the two. It's actually okay. not so an RCA. Okay. But he's actually and there's a picture that's going around on social media of him sitting next to Drake. Oh man, he killed. And it. they're like, yo, Drake is probably trying to get his Niger accent on properly yeah. for the next Drake <laughs> album. You know what I mean? Straight up. But I mean, that's the influence that Africa African music has had. Um, do you think that you guys are being taken seriously now as musicians? Um, in, in obviously in South Africa because yeah. you're based in South Africa, but even back home in Zim, what did you feel about the um, the industry? Um, what did you see? It's it's so it's it's so different out in Zimbabwe. It's like it's it's still developing out there. But what I saw is the passion because like this is like you said in South Africa it's developed to such a point where this industry can pay you a lot of money yeah. if, if you do the right things you know and what pay I mean? a lot of people not just yeah. not just not the just artists one or two. the yeah. photographers getting paid the yeah. videographers getting paid F&B stadium is, is getting, getting paid, paid. You yeah, know? even Standard Bank industry. got involved to pay yeah. F&B yeah. that was, you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. so yeah straight up but in Zim it's more like dudes are not excuse me they're not making that amount of money in Zimbabwe but they're still making music, yeah, which speaks yeah. now towards passion. Because if you ain't getting paid and you're still doing it, doing your heart's it. Yes. all the way in yeah. it. Right. And I love that feeling about it. I feel like we still have a long way to go Like on, on simple things Like first off we, we need to sort out our own type of Samuro situation mm. We just don't get no royalties we, Yeah, because we do have Zimura yeah. in Zimbabwe But apparently like very few artists ever get paid They, ever they see don't, their checks. they never do So like we need to sort that out We need to have like, you know how they have Majwito uh, The music a week out here in South mm-hmm, Africa mm-hmm. And you got the conference and you go through And you can meet producers and learn about the industry yeah, yeah. We need that out there mm-hmm. We need to develop the artists and arm them with tools But I mean for unarmed men They fight pretty well yeah, out there. Right, <laughs> You right, know what I yeah. mean, like the and music's even, power Even the new government has acknowledged I think was it the, the budget? It was the budget, I'm sure yeah. Where um, allocation was made to arts and culture. Yes, yes. And they have say, and and even just recreation centers. And yeah. I mean, Zanapiev has been very clear that we need recreation centers. It's also a way of making sure that kids don't go on the streets. Yes. Not everyone makes it, you know, to to university. Not mm-hmm. everyone makes it into college after mm-hmm. high school. And you know, people just end up roaming the streets drinking codeine. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? So sad. I mean, keep them out of that, and you know, push them into recreation centers. Work with the arts. Oliver Mtukuz has been very good at that. I, I mean, was about to mention. You know, I mean, he's got yeah. Pakari Pai yeah. in Norton. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a center, you know, where kids can go and learn how to use play instruments, sing. You know, the whole enchilada. And yeah. I think that's something that definitely needs to. We need to look into it. We need to look into like a school of excellence, something like the National School of the Arts, where mm-hmm. we can actually say that these and, and target talented children mm-hmm. and actually groom them to be in that industry. And not just on the musician side as well. We need to look at music business law, yes, contractual exactly. law. We yes, need to empower exactly. that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's, it's actually a whole industry. If yeah. People really focus their, their efforts on it. But do you see, um, do you see, you know, the, the industry progressing outside? Because another thing is it's mainly mm-hmm. South Africa, Nigeria, a bit of Ghana, yeah, Tanzania. Yeah. They've got one person, you know. What I mean, they got diamond flag, yeah. Bit, yeah. But I mean, there's still a lot to do in, in 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 Africa as a whole, and you know, it's kind of centered around just two countries. Yeah. What do you think the way forward is? I feel like, look, after all of this change that's happened in Zimbabwe right now, especially with Emerson coming in and all, I know personally a lot of people are thinking like, dude, this is like, we're going to go back home. Yeah, yeah. And what comes back with a lot of these people comes back a lot of skills. I know mm. a, a dude out in that's the That's another UK. thing I was going to actually ask you. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, so, you know, we have a lot of people in the diaspora. Yeah. 
you know, what's what? What are your views as someone who's also in the diaspora? Yeah, I feel like, look, I want to do all that I can to empower Zimbabwe. Like that's home, you know. Like, uh, but I'm stuck in two worlds. It's mm-hmm. weird for me. My daughter, like, I grew up in South Africa. Yeah. I was here from 1994. I did like my whole life out here. My daughter was born in Santon Clinic. Her yeah, mom is yeah. from Aldo's. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm South African, but yeah. at the same time, I'm Zimbabwean. Yeah, so. Yeah. I want to empower Zimbabwe. I want to help them as much as possible, as much as I can, whether it be passing on knowledge and my skills onto mm-hmm. the next, mm-hmm. or even going down and helping dudes to set up. Like, okay, cool. You want to have a studio running? You want to learn how to run Pro Tools? I've studied Pro Tools. Yeah. I can teach you. I can sit down and start, you know, educating dudes on those type of things. So from my perspective, that's what I would do. I know people in the UK. I have a cousin. He produced, I don't know if you know Skepta. Yeah, 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 he definitely. Produced yeah. for Skepta. He also did Skepta most of, UK, right? Yeah, UK. Yeah. He did, you know, Chipmunk. Yeah, yeah, Chipmunk. He did yeah, Chipmunk's out first album, the oh, one wow. that went Chipmunk, gold. He, he was signed by Grand Hustle by Ti for a minute, right? Yeah. yeah, my cousin did like half of his album. Kyle Abrams out there in Zimbabwe. Oh wow, he's just landed back out there. He's also talking about starting up a studio, getting exactly, things popping. Exactly, That's yeah. like. Man, that knowledge is gold. Mm-hmm. Like just to sit with him for an hour. So like, there's so many people with so many skills that are gonna all bring it back, or even if they don't bring it back, find a way how to feed it back into the nation. Because that's the thing, and that's where people get it misconstrued. They yeah. think that you know what? Because Zimbabwe has, of course, there's been this change and monumental change. Yeah. Everyone needs to go back. Yeah. But I mean, we can actually do a lot from here. Mm-hmm. It's just sending things back home. You're, exactly. You're, it's not just a physical presence. And another thing that people forget, I mean, I've had a lot of South African friends who've been speaking about, you know, they've been talking about, yo, Zimbabwe, you guys feed yourself. So now when mm-hmm. are you going back? And we're like, yo, we'll go back when your president can count to 10. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. But anyway, no, actually, but I mean, what people don't realize that if, if every Zimbabwean wants to pull out of South Africa this very minute, this economy would crash. Yes, it would struggle. Uh, not just from a high level point of view where mm-hmm. we have so many people within the hierarchies and financial institutions, even within their government. Yeah. It's also the lower levels, you know, yes. the builders, yes. uh, the guys who are fixing up the streets, cleaning the so streets. So much the, work the is put in. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that, that's from a, um, uh, a foreign point of view. That's them saying, oh, when you guys going back and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, y'all actually need us. Yeah. We need each other. Yeah. Like, let me say Basically, we need each other yeah. as Africans. We need each pan-Africanism. But also, um, as Zimbabweans, our biggest resource is our human capital. Yes. And we shouldn't shy away from exporting that. Exactly. We shouldn't shy away from sending ourselves out there, you know, getting work, training, and bringing investment back into the country. Exactly. That's how it works. Yes, yes. Um, so, I mean, those are some of the things. I mean, and, and I like how you said that, you know, you, you know, you got two homes, but you still, you know, recognize your roots and your culture. Course, you want to definitely want to feed it and back. And give something back to Zimbabwe because there's no way that you can shy away from where you came from. Yeah. But, you know, I do recognize where I'm at and, and I work very hard to put South Africa on the map on a lot of things that I do. I try and do them both at the same time. That's like like I did the, the Kubatana Zimbabwe this mm-hmm. year. If you rewind just a bit more, I also did Viva Mandela for yeah, Mandela Yeah, I remember month, that. You yeah, know? I remember so, that. Yeah. Like I, I try my, my – I'm all about like Ubuntu. That's one of my hashtags mm-hmm. on my uh, Twitter and everything. So that's the mindset that I try and carry, that I don't see Africa as independent nations. I see us as like satellite states of each other. You know what, what I mean? Like what, American dropping swag. that knowledge. You see, that's yeah. that Zimbabwe coming out. That's <laughs> you know definitely I mean? that Zimbabwe coming out right there. You got it. Yo, Dada, you didn't – I mean, I remember you telling me that you actually grew up with uh, the LES. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I I mean, we had him on the show, I think, two, three weeks ago. He came ah, through with out. Stunt Double, yeah. uh, DJ D-Double-D. Okay. I told D-Double-D he needs to change his name. Why Why the D <laughs> before the Double-D? Like, I know. Like, I have to think right? first when I say it, I'm like, okay, DJ D double D. I'm like, why not just keep a DJ double D? Like, yeah. that's four D's. <laughs> he gets it. But yeah, tell us a bit about, you know, you growing up with uh, the North God. Oh, man. Like, 
Okay, so when I came to, to SA, man, like first I was in, in town. That was the first place. I'm sure that's like where all Zimbabweans, when yeah, we land up, we yeah. first go to town. Yeah, we, yeah. We spread out from the center. You know? <laughs> so we went to the south. I was living in the south. I did my primary school in the south, Turfontaine, Forest Hill, you know, and that was all good and stuff. And then my mom's like, nah, man, you need, like, it was getting very rough. Very, a lot of gangsters out there, man. Mm -hmm. So she's like, nah, not a good environment. So she moved to Ramberg and she put me in the north. And out there I met Les, Bongani Fasi, Crazy Lou, like the whole of Josie pretty much, like yeah. all my brothers. That's that's like my brothers. We used to skateboard together. Imagine, oh, wow. wow. Like, I, imagine me skating. Bro. <laughs> so it was like that. And he's a very cool dude, very humble man. He mm -hmm. works hard, like yeah. ten years in the yeah, game. Yeah, you gotta meet him to know that he's humble, though, because he's not. Look from 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 TV, you know, yeah. look humble, but yeah. we're trying to sell the game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's a very cool Good man. Good yeah. Very cool man. And like, um, you look at his his daughter, Madeline, beautiful little girl. He's a doting father on her. Mm -hmm. Like crazy Lou. He's out in, in, um, Cambodia right now. He's into property development and all other swag. He don't even make music. Calls himself Parker Jones. He's also doting father. Very successful man right mm -hmm. now. Bongani Fasi. Shout out the brother. He's still, hey, bongs. You can never get him away from the keyboard. He's probably playing a beat. Right now So that's the brother You know what I mean So that those are all the boys man And I was just blessed To be surrounded by such guys And see them all grow And I feel like You know I'm also on that same path word, So it's, word, it's much blessed. And that unity The fact that y'all still together Because we talked yeah. about You know you with Deleuze as well He's yeah. like yo that's my brother You know we just yeah. skate together Okay so Jada So we have House of Stone That's the 2017 drop Yes sir What's next Like what's what's 2018 bringing for us Oh man so much so much We got a tour Cape Town I'm seeing you so soon Because I've done the whole essay But I ain't done Cape Town yet So I'm out there Ow, where am I sucking? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna get it um, I'm also looking at I wanna drop my second full My album Official album Which I'm okay. gonna be calling The Heart and the Mind uh, So I want people to be ready for that It's gonna be a double album swag That's gonna be around about April time or so so, you know, keep your eyes on the social media. Okay. Have, have um, you already started working on that? Yeah. Well, I've conceptualized everything. I've got the ideas for where everything needs to go. It's just now to get it moving. I don't know why. Like right now, either dudes are sleeping or performing and like, you know, yeah. either way, unavailable. Yeah, yeah. So I'm waiting for Jan. Jan, we're going to be moving. Shows are coming through. So okay. we're going to be killing that too. And I feel like 2018 is award season. So Zim Hip Hop Awards, I see you. SA Hip Hop Awards, yeah, I see you. Yeah, we yeah. on this. This year's award season, baby. <laughs> I did. Um, any special collaborations we should expect? Are you gonna um, work with any Zim artists? I want to. I want to. And there's actually it's a female artist that I want to work with. Man, Kiki, badass. Yeah, she I'm just won two Kiki. awards at the Zim Hip Hop yeah, Awards. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very proud of her, man. And I just I love her music. Like from when she came on to my show and yeah, she played, yeah. I love it. So I want Kiki. I want some with ten. That with the few kings. I yeah, won't even yeah, say. Yeah. Shout out to few kings. Yeah, I mean boys right also won. Shout out yeah, the boys. Yeah. And yeah, man. Uh, that that's about it. You know, I'm also gonna be moving with the whole all-female crew next year man from dj to to backup oh, to, wow. i'm trying to get an all-female band so we'll see how that goes hey man i'll be at every swag. one of your shows shout Snap. out you know i'll be every one of your shows <laughs> one love. i'll be driving right <laughs> behind y'all done that a house of stone my brother cliffcentral.com no borders anyway get house of stone you're gonna be able to hear it here on cliffcentral.com kf malindi jr Dandada, no borders one this is cliffcentral.com